This is the Warmester Town Supporter Podcast, and I'm your host, Roland Millward. So in this podcast, we'll take a brief look at what happened when Warminster went to Radstock. We're also going to spend a little bit of time talking to Malcolm McClundy. Now, Malcolm is a presenter at WCRFM, Warminster's own local community radio station. And we'll talk to him about his uh, involvement in the radio station and also Warminster Town Football Club. So find out more about that. We'll finish up with a league table review and look at our next match, which is a home game. So don't go away. So on Saturday, December the 1st, Warminster Town had an away game at Radstock. Despite the heavy rain, the pitch held up and was playable. In fact, it wasn't too bad at all. However, not good news for Warminster when within less than a minute, Radstock got the opening goal. And pretty much it was then a constant stream of efforts on goal, mainly from Radstock Town. It has to be said with just the odd one or two from Warminster. Um, I think Radstock were beginning to root their chances a little bit, thinking we have a problem. If we don't score soon, we're going to lose this game because, let's face it, they were just one off the bottom of the table. And uh, you can get into that situation as a team. We all know that, that uh, things just don't seem to go your way and you end up losing a game that you should be winning. And in fact, it started to look like that when Warminster got two goals in the first half, so went in 2-1 at half-time. That was a little bit kind when you look at it, because, as I say, many chances were really beckoning for Radstock and just weren't taken. But a bit like the first half, the second half started off with Radstock on the front foot, and it wasn't long before they equalised. Then they got their third goal, and then a very bizarre fourth goal, when from our own throw-in near the corner flag, the ball was being thrown back towards Nathan Ball. It was intercepted more or less at his feet and then dribbled round him and walked into the back of the net, making it 4-2. Uh, a late goal from Warminster, Charlie Walton made it 4-3, so perhaps the score looked better than it was. Now, if you want to know what Andy's comments were, Andy Crabtree, Crabtree, the manager of Warminster Town, please go to warminstertownfc.uk and read the match report. I'm not going to read his comments out. I'll leave that to you. So now we are looking forward to interviewing Malcolm McClundy. Don't go away. He's coming up next. We'd like to welcome Malcolm McClundy to our podcast. And we're going to be talking about a few things, particularly Warminster Town Football Club and how he's involved. So, hello, Malcolm, and welcome. Hello, Roland. Thank you very much. This is all very exciting, this. <laughs> well, it is. I'm glad you've been able to join us. It's nice to be able to interview people and uh, to really bring more aspects to our, our podcasting. So, perhaps you'd like to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your footballing background. Yeah, well, uh, as, as I do the sports programme on uh, the local radio station, uh, Warmest Community Radio, that's 105.5. It's also on the internet. Uh, all aspects of sport. Um Footballing, well, I'm just, it's everything sport. I mean, football is, has always been my big sport. I'm a great Everton supporter. Um, I'm one of the few. Uh, I've been an Everton supporter since I was four, I think, was my first game I went to. Very good. Uh, and uh, as I say, I'm, I've got involved with Yeovil quite a lot because my son, when he was younger, played in their academy there. And uh, so I've sort of got involved with Yeovil. I just love it. But it was more the youth football. I just got more involved into youth football. I loved, I loved all that kind of stuff. So it was, I was involved with Highbury, 
yeah, also Highbury, and 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 sort of followed the, the team through. I mean, it helped you had the son playing as well, right? Um, well, indeed, they, yeah. But uh, and I, I'm just amazed. I mean, and I say this on the show, I'm amazed. And in all the the sports we have around the town, the amount of of time and effort people put into the coaching of of of, of youth sport around the town, mm-hmm. you know, for, for for no no gain really, other than just the, you know giving people a chance to to play sport, especially sort of football and such like. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, the, yeah, that's the wonderful thing about amateur sports, isn't it? It's the people behind it, and I, and I don't think you fully, until you get involved in it, I don't think you fully appreciate just the amount of effort and what goes into. Putting something, even something just like Warmster Town, a game on on a Saturday. How many people behind the scenes are, are doing stuff, you know, for no reward, just to get their football team playing? Yes, yeah, that's that's pretty good. So, what's been your involvement with Warmster Town Football Club, then, Mark? Well, I, I as I say, I was helping out with the coaching at. Um, I mean, only you know, just helping the coach as such uh, with the at Warmster Highbury. So I followed them up to the under 18s So there's sort of a couple of seasons up there helping. Um, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Loved every minute of it. I mean, it, and it was a fantastic team we were putting through. And now that the team has got to an eight. A few of them obviously have come through to the first, the um, uh, the right the right boys. And I think I'm just trying to think who else has come through. There's a few. Of, there's a couple come through. And yeah. as they get to, to 17, you're going to. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple more. I am absolutely positive you'll see coming through. Um, uh, Knight's his name. I can't remember his second name now, but he is a very good player. That's good. Yes, yeah, so I've uh, been enjoying the youths coming through because certainly the, the Wright brothers have made a, a big impact on our squad this season. So it's it's great to mm. see. Yeah, and they, they, they were always great players. Um, and but that team that I came through with was absolutely fantastic. They were winning absolutely everything. Uh, the only thing they couldn't win was a cup final. <laughs> in six in six years, they went to five cup finals. Wow! Um, they won it once. <laughs> they've won, but but in the same vein, they've won their age league group six years running. Yeah, they just easy. could not win the cup. Yeah. <laughs> One of those elusive things, isn't it? Just happens yeah. that way sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But they won it once, and as I say, but it's great to see the lads coming through, and, and that's what's going to draw me up there now. You know, when I get a chance when I'm not doing the radio show, is, is to go and see some of the lads that I've you know I've seen sort of grow up through the through the uh, through the years. Excellent. Now just mentioning that the radio show, that's how I got to meet you really, wasn't it, Malcolm? So how how do you think the radio show is helping to promote Warmister Town Football Club then at this time? Well it's twofold. I mean hopefully the the radio station um on a Saturday I know it's sort of it's, it's results time. I've just recently gone there to, to the five o'clock slot. I used to do Wednesdays mm-hmm. and now I've moved to the Saturdays between five and seven covering all the results and uh, including the Western League. I, I, I try to be as local as I can, but, you know, I've got to be realistic. We have a lot of Swindon, Swindon Town, Bristol City, Bristol Rovers and, yeah. and the Oval supporters around the town. Um, so, I, you know, I'm bringing all the other results. And with the army in the town, I know the Yorkshire Regiment, mm-hmm. they're very interested in, you know, for instance, Leeds United mm-hmm. and Huddersfield and that kind of thing. So I, I bring all those results in as well, plus all the, the rugby and, and everything else. Um, but also I've got the Facebook page, which I'm just desperately promoting. So anything, anything you know, yourself, your podcasts, promoting the fact that uh, you've got the the uh, the live coverage, which I, I still think is fantastic, and I go on about it continuously. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, it's all you know, all that the reports, any news, and anything really, any local sport, 
you know, I, I will promote, as I say, and what I'm trying to do, certainly with the town, is trying to push it because we've got great support. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fantastic if we could push, you know, from, you know, sort of 107-ish sometimes, but up to 150, that would be fantastic. That's the aim of the game, really, with what yeah. the more, more publicity you get, people come along. If they only came once yeah. a month or whatever, it's extra people, yeah. isn't it, you know? And it's it's a great welcome up there as well, you know. And as I say, that you've got the bar. And they're now doing the football afterwards. Yeah, you know the, the Premier League stuff. So you can stay and have a pint afterwards if you're allowed to stay out, you know. And yeah, um, or a, a cup of coffee or whatever. It's fantastic. No, it's, and it's a great atmosphere. Excellent, good. Well, it's certainly certainly working, and I appreciate the, the the fact we can have a little chat at usually about half past five about the game as well, which is good. And yeah, and yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I go around almost around the grounds picking up all the, the sport. Um, and yourself at half past five always generally at half past five you're pulling over into a lay-by no matter where you Running are somewhere yeah <laughs> to, uh, it was outside a pub i believe on this, it this got it got a bit the... tight on time i just managed to find somewhere to pull up <laughs> just in time yeah um and yeah i do a roundup of all the local stuff and as i say we have a good old chat about that and, and hopefully you know there are people out there who go do you know what either go to the youtube's see the, the match live if they're away and if they're at home it wouldn't be it would be lovely if i could have persuaded them to uh, come up to the ground that's it. Well, I think it's working. More and more people are coming, so that's good. And we do appreciate you helping us with that, Malcolm. It's really good. Um, something else we could just talk about, really. You've mentioned about your help with the youth team, etc. But there is a pathway between Warminster Highbury Youth and Warminster Town Football Club. Just want to expand a little bit more on that. For this this was a, a great idea that was created by Doug Small, who is well known around the club, and he was very involved with um, Warminster Highbury. He has a son that still plays, um, Jake Small. Mm. And uh, he, 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 there was nothing. They, they, it was finishing at under sixteen at, at Highbury, and then there was nothing. They, they kind of disappeared, and football kind of ended for them, unless they they found their way into other teams. Mm. But whereas now there was this more formal th- um, pathway was set up, whereas under sixteen level, the whole team then moves up to Warminster Town, mm. and then they become Warminster Town. They're still playing in the same leagues, you know, <laughs> the 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 the, the, the uh, Mid Wilts League. And they're still the same team, but they're now in, under under um, Warminster Town, and of course, then you know what, they're going to feed back in, feed into, into Warminster Town, which is great, and which is is happening. Unfortunately, I think this year we're going to miss. I don't think there's an under 16s coming through only because there was an issue with the team. Right. But it, but that you know the, 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 to have that in, in a, t- a little town like Warminster, to have you can have up to 25 um, boys coming through every year, 25 to 30 boys That's coming good. up, you know, and even if it was three or four, just make it to the first team every year. That's, you know, That's a great you know, start yeah. for the season. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but they're developing that and they're not being pushed in too far. Cause I think there was a period where they were, they were, they were joining and then they were going straight into the Trobyton district with the reserve mm. where they maybe weren't quite ready for that. So mm. now they're starting to 16s, then they're under 18s and then, you know, as they get older, then they're, they're moving into the Trobyton district, or, or even de- indeed some of yeah. them, as they have the Western League. So I think it's it's, it's a great idea, and I think it was, uh, it was well done to Doug for pushing that. Yeah, but, thanks. Uh, but it, it's just good for the future, really, and good for grassroots football, and maybe absolutely yeah. they progress. Yeah, excellent. Well, oh, done, but it keeps it keeps the boys in football. Excellent, good. Yeah. And just just sort of one final point, really, for our podcast. And yeah. how do you see Warminster's Town season so far this year? What do you think about it? I think with me, I'm on tender hooks with them because of what happened last season. Mm. I just worry yeah. every time they lose. I worry. Um, it, uh, I always watch the first half before I start my show on a Saturday, as you know. Yeah, they looked impressive on Saturday on the first half. Oh, it was it was uh, a performance. I was there. Yeah, the video yeah. brilliant. Yeah. 
And to be honest, they, they haven't looked at on any of the ones I've seen. Again, I, I can only talk about the first half because I don't get to see the second half. But they don't look outclassed particularly. I know it's, we've discussed this little errors. And I, I, sometimes maybe, you know, a little bit of ball watching maybe sometimes, you know, takes place. But they, they haven't looked totally out of their depth in any of the matches I've seen particularly. Uh, and then they're, they're losing by the odd goals, really. It's not this apart from devices, which they're just, they're just <laughs> that was just a bad day. Not talk about that. A bad day at the office that one. Um, and all teams have them. I'm sure you've managed to city have days like that. But um, yeah, I think it's just a worry because of the worry of them dropping out of the league last season. But uh, no, they they just look an awful lot better. Yes, season, definitely. Yeah. They might not be getting the results, but they, they're looking better. They look a lot better. Yeah, I think it will come. I think it will come, and that was a I think big so. turning point on on Saturday at Sherborne. Big turning point. Yeah. Sure. So that's good. So mm-hmm. we're, onwards and upwards, as we say, with with that, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. No. No. As I say, build that confidence. And I think, as I say to you on the radio show on the Saturday, yes, it's a work in progress, as we both agree. Yeah. Uh, but if let's get a few more points before Christmas, so we we can be looking up rather than down. Absolutely. At Christmas and enjoy Christmas a little bit better. Don't want to be looking over our shoulders all the time. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, that's it. Well, Malcolm, thank you ever so much for joining us on the podcast. I certainly appreciate you being here, and do keep up the good work with the radio and uh, any involvement you've got with football. Yes, thank you very much. And also, uh, has to be said, you keep up the good work. Certainly, with all those live coverage and the podcast, it is great, and I do listen into it, and I, I do pick up some stuff from the show on there, which is great. Thank you very much, Malcolm. Cheers. There we go. So I'd like to thank Malcolm once again for taking part in our podcast. If you'd like to listen to Warminster Community Radio, you can listen online. So if you're out of range, go to wcrfm.org.uk. That's wcrfm.org.uk. And you can hear Malcolm and the other presenters on our own local radio station. Stay tuned. More coming up. So how's the league table looking right now? Well, I'm looking at the table on Sunday, December the 2nd, so you may listen to this after it's changed a little bit. Uh, Now, currently, Warminster Town, after our defeat, obviously remain on 18 points. In fact, we're still in 13th place, having played 16 games. Top of the league is Chard. They've played 17 and have 38 points. But, of course, Cheddar, who've had a few missed games, only played 14 at the moment, are only three points behind, kicking at their heels. So, with uh, those games in hand, Cheddar could well find themselves top of the pops. Um, Kincham Town, also on 35, the same as Cheddar, uh, but they also have played 17 games like Charge. So it's down to Cheddar. If they win their games in hand, they'll certainly be clear of the field. Now at the bottom is Bristol Telephones, who've happened to win a game. So they're now on eight points. And uh, above them now is Portishead, familiar territory for Portishead, as Radstock climb out of the bottom two and are now in 17th out of 20. Who are our opponents? Well, they're in 16th, actually. One above Radstock, that's Oldland Abertonians. They're on 15 points, uh, three points behind Warminster. So this is really a game on Saturday. We'll be playing them on December the 8th. So we're going to encourage everyone to come along to watch Oldland Abertonians. If nothing else, come because of the name. It's great, isn't it? Oldland Abertonians. They're a club that was formed in 1910 and they're in South Gloucestershire, not too far from uh, Bristol, Bitten area, that kind of area. If you have a look on a map for Oldland, Oldland Common is the actual sort of place. So uh, we're looking forward to welcoming them and we hope you'll come along and support 
the Red and Blacks as we try to get back to winning ways and get three points against Old Nabatonians and put some space between ourselves and the teams below. So there we are. Do come along. Do support Warminster Town. Thank you once again for being here. Thank you for listening to the Warminster Town Football Club Supporter Podcast. It's great that you've been here and I do hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future.